What up, drinkers? That's right, it's another episode of Music and Brews with Brian and Johnny. In this week's episode, we have another great interview. And this week is with Joe Hurtler and the Rainbow Seekers with their brand new release, How Many Licks to the Center of the Universe, which just by the name alone, okay, everything about that, Joe Hurtler and the Rainbow Seekers, How Many Licks to the Center of the Universe. How could you not want to listen to that that it just sounds like a blast and you know what it is a blast they are fantastically fun sexy fantastic just go check them out they're live go check out their videos because their live shows look insane tons of fun crazy dressing up and it's a party this band is a party and we get to talk to joe hurtler on this episode and he was fantastic um another one of those Great episodes where the simplest little question that we're not expecting to be the, such a deep, introspective conversation is exactly what happens in this. So we just throw out a little tiny question, and then all of a sudden it grows into this huge, mind-blowing exploration of a new concept we hadn't even thought of before so we just love when that happens so this this was a blast we're we're loving all these interviews we're getting great interviews tons of great people on so we hope you enjoy joe hurtler and the rainbow seekers with their new release how many licks to the center of the universe and if you're interested in all our older interviews and our upcoming interviews make sure you follow us you like us uh, subscribe, all of the above. Follow us on all the socials and uh, keep up to date with all of our new releases and go back, listen to all our old ones because we've had tons of great interviews and we got tons lined up. We actually, I'm, I'm going to spill the beans now, we are going to be again at the Nashville Predators Brewfest this year. So make sure you follow so that you could be up to date on that when we release that so it's gonna be a blast but thanks y'all for always listening thanks to our drinkers and i'm not gonna waste time let's jump into it joe hurtler and the rainbow seekers grab your brew pop that top take a sip and let's do it how you cool. doing man Hell man yeah. you, got, you got an awesome room already is that a painting of yourself on the back no oh <laughs> it's uh it's jay dilla Jay oh, Dilla. Okay. Well, you have the hat. If you just turn sideways, yeah, just, I was gonna it say, would be like, like almost, this. Yeah, yeah. yeah like, <laughs> it's pretty close. That's cool. Yeah, That's yeah. Cool. it stopped me. It's my roommate's painting. When I, it was like the one thing that was in this room when I when I moved into it. Oh, <laughs> and you liked it though, so you're like, all right, keeping it. Oh yeah, for sure. It's pretty sick, dude. No, one it's freaking awesome. Yeah, sadly we don't have any. You know, we should just put up pictures of ourselves. Yeah, we should. Just constantly of ourselves. Johnny, <laughs> we see we have no shame, and we got these big cartoon faces of ourselves as our logo. Uh, as our logo. <laughs> you should definitely put those up, and I would gladly put them. Up. Our, uh, yeah. our I, I actually got got a hold of. So this is Brian, by the way. I'm Johnny. Hey, just as, as by we, the way, yeah. cool. No, yeah. uh, for for our we we, we did this whole uh, Spotify playlist for uh, all the people that are uh, what do you call it that that have been on we'll throw them on there kind of as a collective type of thing and i contacted the artist and got him to get a the dumbest brian face i could and it was perfect the dumbest brian. it was just you going that's true <laughs> hell yeah it was perfect 
Oh man! All right. Well, we've... man, we uh, so we usually like this is music and brews after all. So we like to start with a brew. I don't know if mm-hmm. you drink if oh, you have a brew. Just, you didn't see the two hearted? No, I missed it. Yeah, he had the two hearted. Oh, he's, I he's saw ready. it because I was like, oh, shit, ah, Michigan. He's, he's, he's yeah. from that. We'll have to talk about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm from Michigan. It's a beer state. Yeah, I'm from Grand yeah. Rapids. Oh yeah. Oh, okay, right on. You guys are from Michigan. So. No, only me. He's he's. Uh, I'm from San Diego, the other beer yeah, city. Hell yeah! Are you? Where are you guys currently located? Nashville. Oh, okay, right on. Yeah, sick. yeah. Sick. And how long have you been in Nashville? Ooh, ten years? Nine years? I'm at nine. Then I must oh, be so right at ten. Yeah. So you're about yeah. ten. Came over school awesome. and fell in love. Now I'm stuck here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> What'd you study? Uh, composition and arranging. Oh, okay, awesome. Yeah, awesome. For, for like film yeah. scoring and stuff. Yeah, it's great. Hell yeah. Oh, it's. Fun. I've spent, I mean, I, I live here. I, I go back and forth a little less than I was just because we finished a record. But yeah, yeah we, we cut a good portion of the record in, in Nashville and oh, got a lot yeah. of friends. Our whole like squad's down there. I mean, it's a music city. It's, you know, go figure. Of course, right. But yeah. Of course, you'll be down here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, like our whole team is in, is in Nashville. Yeah. Oh, cool. For the most. So. Well, let, before we get into it, let's do a quick cheers and uh, and I'll do a little intro. We'll rock because we're super pumped. I'm a really big fan of your music. Thank I, you. Uh, Thank yeah, you. I, I wasn't. I will be. I'm always open about it. I wasn't prior. I never heard you, but my but my girlfriend's the one who books everybody for us. So I, I threw it on and I was like, <gasps> now I don't stop listening to it. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Well, let's cheers it, boys. Let's cheers. Cheers. Cheers, yeah, Joe. Cheers. <laughs> Thanks for having me, guys. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Music and Brews. I am your host, Johnny Barikin, and as always, I have my co-host, Brian Michael. Oh, what's up, bro? Bro, you know, I keep thinking, every time I do this intro, I, I maybe should throw it, like, my middle name is Robert. Should I go with, like, the two first names, the same as you? J.R. Varekin. That could be your, like, um, professional name. Well, I was going to say Johnny Roberts, and then I got Johnny two first Roberts. names, and then you got Brian, Brian Michael. Michael. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, yeah. First names. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, starting off sad. Well, well off this hot. guest only has one first name. He does. However, he's got he's he, you know, I'm excited. He's got got a very fun band name which we're going to start introducing. You've already heard a little bit from him. But please introduce uh, uh, or please a round of applause for Joe Hurtler. And he is the the lead man for Joe Hurtler and the Rainbow Seekers. Woo! Wow, thanks guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is man. I. We finally got there. Uh, did it. Took a minute. Yeah. How you doing, Joe? <laughs> Crushed the intro. Thank you. Thank you. That's the one that's the one thing I do. <laughs> how uh how, how you been? How's your day been? What's it like in it's Are you in Michigan? Good. Yeah, I'm in Michigan. It was a very, very nice summer day. We had some big nice. storms roll through earlier. Oh. Um I just came back from my volleyball league. Um, oh hell yeah. Me and my my keyboard player have a volleyball team in Ann Arbor, Michigan. And uh, we got absolutely stomped today. The team was really good. Um, we had a close second game, but uh, nice. yeah, it was, uh, we struggled ultimately, but it was still a beautiful day. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, it does sound We took it in stride. Yeah. We took it in stride. Yeah. We're both like highly competitive when it comes to sporting 
things and uh it can be difficult to lose every yeah. single game for uh what is running on like two seasons now oh god but, oh my god unless very fun yeah are we're you guys are you terrible. only doing two duos or is it like a four no six? no there's it's like co-ed so i think you need a team of six it's got to be half guys and half girls oh that's always i'm definitely like one of the worst players i i was like yeah volleyball that sounds fun dude i'll sign up i'll you know figure it out and it turns out it's uh it's challenging. Yeah, the skills feeling I will very say difficult. There's something about people in the Midwest. My wife's from South Dakota. Do you consider Michigan the Midwest? Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Michigan's okay. Midwest. Um, that like people out there, they're like good as fuck at games, like summer games, like type yeah. of things. For some reason, like y'all <laughs> know, know how to play. I games. know the reason. It's because they they live inside because of the winter for so long that when summer hits, they are outside every <laughs> fucking day. True. <laughs> yeah, it is true. It is true. Yeah, people take their like co just like their people take advantage of summer and they yeah, get the best yeah. of it. Yeah. Yeah. Like cornhole, cornhole is huge up there, but. Yeah, people love cornhole. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, that one I don't know that well, but oh uh, no, the one that I know was huge for when I was there is um, drinking. <laughs> no, it's, yes, people but, do but, that. but yeah. what's, the, what's the one? The uh, it's the frisbee. Uh, well, apart from frisbee golf, the, the oh, um, where you have to hit the can jam. Can jam. Can jam. Yeah, yeah. Beersby is great. I can't believe we haven't it's done the same Beersby thing, yet. right? No, no, can jam's the one where you have to, like, it's the trash can where you got to slot it in or get it oh, into the yeah, thing. Yeah. Beersby's the one where there's a there's a big, like, like a PVC pipe with a beer on top, and you're trying to either hit the PVC pipe and make the, the beer fall or hit the, the, the beer Yeah. Bottle. Oh. Beersby's fun. Yeah. I have, like, I have a group of bud, old high school buddies, and we go up to a cabin. It's, like, it's supposed to be, like, a deer camp, but we mostly just, like, play stupid games like that i mean they're not stupid they're they're very fun um but yeah beersby's like some of the the, the hype of shit that's ever existed really oh, yeah. that stuff that that stuff goes to the moon oh, like yeah. that game is perfect huh. as far as competition goes yeah i need yeah. to I, we need to play that then johnny oh yeah we'll, we'll, we'll do it get a game going I, we've there's only one drinking game that i truly consider stupid that we played way too much and that, that's a stump stump yeah or hammer you know sh- hammer schlager no I no i'm call it. not you get a big old stump put some nails in and you gotta flip the hammer catch it and hit the nail <laughs> yeah yeah i've never played that Man, one. don't do that it sounds, it sounds great though <laughs> you're like trying to either spark the nail or hit it in if you bend it you drink if you spark it somebody else i don't know it's a whole set of rules but I, I screwed up my knee a couple times because I yeah. missed and just slapped the shit out of it. And yeah, ever since then, I'm like, never again. <laughs> yeah, drinking hammers and nails just don't go together. <laughs> it's a good combination. That's what happens. Well, a- anywho, um, Joe, we're, I can't wait. You know, um, you know, I started listening to you guys when we knew we were going to have you on. And um, I, fr- I freaking love it. This is fantastic. So Such fun music. Um, we're going to dive into it. But... First, we always like to start off by talking about what we're drinking. We're drinking. Um, I'm going to be the lame one. I should have I should have gone to the store and gotten a Michigan beer. 
I drink so many of them on here, and uh, and the one time oh, I yeah, should. Oh, yeah, you dummy. I know. Doing it, that was rude. Dick. Sorry. <laughs> I apologize. You could have you said anything you else. And I, yeah, you <laughs> fucking idiot. No, but dummy kind of hurts. Yeah, sorry. Uh, <laughs> no, so uh, just doing Coors Light, I still have like a huge backup of like the, the 4th of July beers. So trying to run through them. Nice. <laughs> the best ones. Yeah. Honestly, I'm, I've, I'm not like. A super beer snob honestly i can i can drink like as far as heavier beers go like i get like two or three of them yeah and uh I, i'm definitely allergic to it like i'll i'll pay for just drinking this really but i can really? drink like lighter beers yeah yeah huh. i'll i mean one is fine any more than that like i can't breathe it usually takes a couple hours but yeah it's just like oh my, God. my sinuses okay. That's a, boom, this is a committed but, drinker. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh, don't get me wrong. I, like, I love beer. <laughs> so when like the occasion comes up, yeah, I will have fun. But well, and I love Two Hearted. I really, I really enjoy IPAs, like a proper American, I suppose. But uh, yeah, I can't really drink them. Yeah, it's yeah, very yeah. rare. Oh, that's so sad. Yeah, yeah it's too bad. The, the Two Hearted is. is my favorite beer of all time. I yeah. love it. Oh. Yeah, but also, he introduced me to that, and um, I also think it's one of the best IBAs. Yeah, it's fantastic. Oh, for sure, I love it. But when I do drink, it's usually light beer. I love Coors. I, I think I I was trying to like troll. I wasn't even trolling you guys. Our our marketing guy was um, George. I was like, yeah, they're they're really like they're beer connoisseurs, and like pick a special beer. And I was like, Corona. Because <laughs> I, I do, I love I love Corona, but I didn't have any in my fridge. That's so, funny. Uh, it's funny that he built it up too, and then I'm really enjoying it too. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I am enjoying. It. I'm gonna. I'm I gonna love that. The connoisseurs. Yeah, Coors Light. Coors Light. Yeah. <laughs> that is. So, it is the best of the light beers, though. So for sure. You get I like PBR. I love Coors. But we I'm had this cheap uh, like that. I think we were like in South by Southwest. This is a long time ago. We played like a Miller Lite showcase or something. Sick. And it just like kind of became a you know a joke in the band. They they got us like hammered. They gave us <laughs> probably like two thirty racks of of, oh. of Miller Lite, and we're like, go ahead and play. <laughs> and it was our last. It was our last showcase of like six, and we got obliterated. And we were much younger then, so <laughs> we're like, all right, cool. I think that was probably the yeah the only like pay we got for that entire that entire time the entire time at South Hilarious. by Southwest we, we got <laughs> six Miller Lights so and they gave us a bunch of merch too so we had these like Miller oh. Light tank tops and like all of this stuff and so so it became like the beer for the Rainbow Seekers into this day it is still what is on our oh, radar wow yeah. that's funny well yeah let's uh, fucking dive in let's do it let's do it Joe uh. We are so pumped. I with, with a lot of the interviews, it's the best way to start. We have so many questions that we want to ask, but honestly, one of the best things for for us is to start off maybe a little bit from the beginning. Give us a little bit of your background, uh, the 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 beginnings of of you, how you started, and then with the with the band and and where you guys are coming from right now. Yeah, yeah. Um, born and raised in Michigan, pretty much. I mean, all of us are uh have long been committed to the state uh there were, and there was definitely a time where we were considering moving to to either la or nashville and um yeah we decided to stick it out here but for the most part most of us met in college 
Central Michigan University and Michigan State University are in relatively close proximity to each other. They're also kind of like right in the middle of Michigan. There's not a whole lot going on, um, but there's these two giant universities. And there was a lot of cross-pollination between the, the music communities there, which are very much like student-run and very transient. People are always kind of coming in, building something, and then graduating and, and moving elsewhere. Hmm. I, I was just... Um, writing songs probably about halfway through through college i originally went to study music i'm a bassist i suppose nice. um <laughs> and uh i quit doing that like immediately upon going to college i think i made it to like one rehearsal and i was like nah i don't i went really hard in high school it was just like pretty burnt out was not interested in it and kind of quit and then about six months later i had some leftover graduation money and bought an acoustic guitar and started playing it that led to doing an open mic, which um, I I did that because I had this like communication 101 class with a with a girl who had started this open mic. I did a speech on trying to learn how to play guitar. She did a speech a speech on her open mic, and she was like, "Hey, you should come out." And I actually had a crush nice. on her. She was very 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 attractive. Um, we ended up becoming like super good friends for a very long time. Um, it never was never like a romantic thing in any way, but uh, yeah, that really was like kind of changed my life. It gave me a spot to to kind of cut my chops, learn learn how to write songs, and and you know present them and get feedback stuff like that. And it also connected me with the other people who were interested in the arts and uh, you know all different kinds of arts in yeah. mm-hmm. that particular area and then as i got older I started integrating with michigan state which also had like a pretty thriving music community at the time and the rainbow seekers didn't really come become a thing until like after college um maybe like 2013 or 2012 yeah was like when the name when the name was accepted um it was not taken seriously for a long time um we were really just like playing like college co-ops and stuff. It sounds, it feels ridiculous to even talk about this because it was like so long ago, but yeah, it was um, at the heart of it. You know, there's some very, very old friendships and it's been like one step at a time. Mm-hmm. We've, we've never like blown up or anything. It's been this very grassroots, like almost traditional approach to, to building a band um, where it's like one show at a time, one record at a time. I mean, it wasn't until like after our third record that we were even able to like take it full time and like really take it on the road. There had been some some um, ambitions towards doing that previously, um, but it, you know we weren't necessarily ready for it. We didn't have the the following that you kind of require in order to do that without just like losing all of your money and everything else. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I'm grateful. You know, we're not like. Like I said, we're not some superstar band or anything, but we have a really dedicated following that allows us to to have a career and and that following is very receptive to what we do and it's yeah. kind of crazy. Do you do it full time? The play. Mm-hmm. You do. That's super oh, cool. Incredible. Um, looking back on it, is was it hard? Um, like you said, it, it was more of like a step by step, show by show, album by album process. Were you were you guys always antsy, or is it actually in my head? It would actually be kind of nice to like unlock the next level a little bit at a time. It's almost like you're like you know what I mean. You know what I'm saying? Like 
is that kind of yeah. nice or were you always antsy you're like oh i want more i wanted, I wanted to happen or were you just enjoying it i mean of course yeah i mean i fantasize about like paying everyone like a live you know wage that would allow them to like have a family and <laughs> like that that's the word i like sit there and i'm like man you know what do, what do I, like what do i want like that's that's the fantasy which is silly because it's like yeah make more money um yeah but it's literally just like so everyone can like live a normal life and be comfortable um <laughs> without you know yeah which, which is true but uh i just didn't think it was ever gonna go anywhere like i i think i never really take took it seriously like i I've always been kind of goal oriented. I'm less so now, I think. But when I was younger, I was just regardless of what I was doing. But I would, I had this like list of goals, and I mean, the one of the goals on there was like get an article in the college newspaper written about me, yeah, like about the music. That's and cool. it's just like so silly. Like that, that was like the aspiration at the time. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It's uh, it was you know very innocent. <laughs> And I was like, wow, I can't believe it. My dreams are coming true. <laughs> I got newspaper. Yes. Hey, well, um, those little goals are how you you get used to making that, 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 like, like, like getting that mindset of the step by step process. Yeah. You know? yeah. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. I tend to, like, at least now, nowadays, I almost like, I don't really think about that kind of stuff as much. I, I don't like desire it. I think in a certain way, like the idea of, of like, I live a, like a fairly private, like closeted little life <laughs> built myself here in Michigan. And I, I like that to a certain yeah. extent. Um, I really, um, and my goals are very like, did I practice today or something? You know, I, I, I'm very focused on like the craft of, of music and, um, Absolutely the time you know like how did i structure my day in order to like did i take another step into realizing did i take another step into towards becoming like the best musician i could possibly i be i don't know what that is you know but like i certainly have like somewhere in in the you know in the the ether is like the best version yeah. of me as a musician and it's i think over the last couple of years, it's like, did, did I work towards that? Yeah. Well, and I figure anything else that comes like success or, uh, is, is just a byproduct of the work. Naturally. Yeah. Well, with that said, uh, kind of a, an interesting question that kind of pops up with that. It, it, so, so you, you are part of this band, you're, you're fronting it, writing for it, performing. You're also basically trying to, develop your musicianship which is a whole another conversation too like so with so when you are writing and or performing and all these things what is the aspect of music that really that or or in in your journey that's really popping out more for you or makes it that you feel more at home with like the writing or the performing the artistry the the musicianship and trying to just do music and things of that sort, you know, those, those three different things we, we, we usually kind of had the, the, like the pie cut. And, and a lot of people kind of tend to have a little different way of which they, they view themselves. And I was always curious with, because you're doing all of these so amazingly, like, is there anything that you gravitate towards a little bit more? Um, funny. Cause I think the, the thing that probably is the easiest for me is like, just getting on stage and performing. It's also the thing I like require the least. I like it's, I don't, I look 
I look more forward to like, oh, I have a full day to just like work, you know, plunk around on stuff in my studio. Like that hmm. to me is like almost more exciting than getting on stage. Granted, if we haven't played in a while, you know, it's like I, I once I'm on stage <laughs> and playing, I'm having a great time. Like, don't get me wrong. Um, but uh, I mean, I really love producing music. I love writing. Um, kind of like just in, ingesting as much like information and experience as I can and and just sort of like searching for songs. It's like, you know, you don't, when I write a song, it's like when I look at like the final product or whatever, or even just the song, it, like as it is in my studio or whatever, kind of think it's like, although there was all of these things that like went into that song, like a lifetime and everything that came before that. Yeah, you kind of it's almost like the ownership of that song is is dispersed by everything that came before it. It's very unique to that exact moment in time. Like if I, you know, like maybe I had to pee really bad or something, but I decided to just like hold it and eventually piss my pants. But I stayed there and wrote a song at that moment. And if I had gone and pissed in the toilet, like it could have been, it might not have existed. That the, like the spirit of that song would just still be like lost in the cosmos. Maybe for some other songwriter to come along and find it. Yeah. Oh wow. <laughs> okay, I, I gotta ask now. Has that happened? Yeah. Oh no. Oh my. Wow. I didn't, I didn't no! piss myself, but yeah, yeah, that was a yeah. Uh, but <laughs> I'm sure that. you got you got magic out of it though. I don't know if it was magic, but I did get a thing. <laughs> Yeah, I got a urinary tract infection. Anytime you sit down and look on it, you get you should get something. It doesn't necessarily mean it's gonna be good. Most of the time it's garbage, at least for me. Every now and then, you know, it seems like one every like sixty or seventy song attempts there's like something decent comes out. But like that's, that's how it goes. I feel like that's most people. I mean yeah. <laughs> Pretty ridiculous, yeah. like how many duds there are, but yeah, they, they all kind of flow into each other too. Yeah. So mm-hmm. they inspire each other, I think. Well it's only mm-hmm. It's always good to save those, though, because one day, the moment the, you, that you listen to that, you're like, this is trash. And then you go back to it, and you're like, wait, I figured it out. Yeah. The puzzle piece set in. Yeah, sometimes. that It's pretty rare. I'm usually like, it's more like I'll be like really stoned or something. And like once a year, I'll like try to make a point to go back and like really listen to a lot of the stuff that I recorded throughout the year. and in that moment i'm like yeah this one's cool and you're like maybe we should go back and revisit and, th- and then i never do yeah <laughs> so i like to think of it you know ever seen like princess mononoke yes you know the tree spirits mm-hmm. you know when they're all like dying they're all falling out of the trees yes. that part i always think i think of songs as like those little spirits and if you like don't complete them they just like die they fall and are forgotten forever wow. that was <laughs> real morbid <laughs> It kind of, it's kind of true though. Yeah, I mean, I mean you're not wrong. Not true at all. But yeah, he's not a big, that's what big the, anime that's guy. That's the mental image. I try not to be like sentimental about it too. You know, yeah, it's just, just like on. it is what it is. Oh, yeah. You let him go, yeah. huh? That's interesting. That is interesting because I'm kind of the opposite. I like, I have all these little bits of songs that have existed, and I like keep them. You're like, I must. I don't let them do die. That's good. They're like that's me- what you should do. <laughs> They're like knee seeks. <laughs> I won't let them die. <laughs> but they want to. But they want to. <laughs> Sorry, we're going with cartoon metaphors. Yeah, you should try to save them for sure. Like, if you can, like, don't let them die. I let them die. <laughs> I, I have a lot of the same ones that I keep going back to, and I'm like, I know there's something here, but I cannot figure it out. But I know it's there. Yeah. Yeah. I harp on them too long. Dude, it's when you got to call the boys. 
The like, boys, yeah. Well, just need help. I usually just have this one. Yeah. <laughs> um, Brian, do you have a question? Do you want me to start um, jumping in? Kind of just uh, talking about that, you know, going back to like how you write so much and there's tons of songs um, and only a few work out. But with that said, you guys had a have had a ton of albums, like tons of releases, tons of stuff. And I think that's like, I don't know, that that seems rare. Yeah, it's div- <laughs> yeah it seems rare, especially nowadays. Especially uh, which nowadays. Which is the, like, the single It's definitely world. rare. Yeah. So what, what is, why? <laughs> what, like, why not just do what everyone else is doing and single, single, single? Like, you guys are like, we're going to write albums, we're going to release them. And we still release stuff as in sing. Like, this record, we've released, like, six singles. I mean, yeah, granted, true. like, ten years ago, you didn't do that. Yeah, um, I think we started... So we totally do what everyone's doing right now with single releases and EPs. Mm. We just like we'll release a bunch of singles and then clump. It. We'll write. We'll have the record and start releasing singles, yeah. and then when it's ready to come out, we'll clump them all together as ah, a record. But that's cool. It's writ- still written as a record because I think I think everyone likes records. You know, like I'm I'm super like fucking loving Lizzie McAlpine, and that feels like a her. You know, ten or five seconds flat is like that's a record. I don't like. Know it sounds this. great. Who is this? I don't know. Who is this? Lizzie McAlpine. Yeah, I'm. I'm like, I haven't been like this stoked on a a, a writer in a long time, and that's not saying a, a whole lot. You know, I I just you know oh, tend I'm to gonna, like listen to a lot of the I'm same stuff over her. and over. But yeah, it's it's really good. Incredible songwriter. Definitely like writes like breakup songs i imagine her as like a vampire that just like she has this like dude in a closet and she's just like honey i need to write a new song and she just goes and like sucks his blood and his soul away and he's just like this withered like nasty little like flesh flesh critter and uh, and then she writes like a crazy brutal song about him like uh, dating her would be interesting but anyways incredible writer and uh, but you know, i was i've been listening to a record a lot lately and i'm just like it's kind of been a while since i've like listened to a record front to back like repeatedly where yeah. every song just has its place on that record and, and, and of course that was still released as singles like mm. as things are in 2023 yeah. And um, yeah, it's it's brilliant, and it, it's made me feel good about like not breaking these up into EPs and keeping that way. Like, I'm glad we went into it and we're like, all right, we got like 40 songs that like qualify for this, like that we, we might want to bring to like Nashville and finish. And uh, how how can we piece a record together? Unfortunately, like you know, I tend to write like when. It, when it, they're all bound together just by the time and the experience, uh, yeah. experiences that I've had within the time frame that they were written in. So they they do kind of all they're capable of being brought together as a record. Yeah, they end up working together because it's all part of the yeah. same same uh, life uh, moments that you're having. Yeah, mm-hmm. that makes sense. Uh, do, is there then when when you are uh, aligning them for the album? Do you have to think? Do you think more about like the the spacing of the songs based on what type of songs they are, or based on the what the the, the content is of of lyrics? I, th- I think 
really has to do with which ones are the best. Um, <laughs> yeah. Try well, to pick I, the I ones meant, that are best. I meant like when you get your 10 or let's say your 10 to 12 oh, for yeah, the album, yeah. you have them ready. And so when you're, when you like are allocating them to their specific slot, like which oh, one gotcha. tends to be more like for the music or for the lyrics and the, the I don't think about it at all. Um, I hand it off to my keyboard player, Micah. <laughs> oh, nice. And he does it and he does a great job. He's like the, I mean, he, he sort of serves as like our musical director. He's been like decoding my, he's just been decoding my ideas for like a long time. But he's, <laughs> yeah. he, I'm like terrible at being like, hey, do this, this, and this. He's really good at being like, this this do these things to make this song happen guys <laughs> he's also a set list master so he he puts the set list together every night and has total autonomy over that because he's the best at it <laughs> yeah that's very cool. good at it yeah it's, it's cool there, yeah there is yeah. an art and we to have that, a lot of music right? too so yeah he takes it very seriously that's cool do you sometimes guys i'll do... doubt him too and then it i'm like we play the set or what because we play try to play a different set every night i mean we play like our bigger songs of course but um like we had a, we played this festival last weekend and uh, we do a lot of like heritage and like folk festivals, stuff like that. And uh, sometimes they'll book us to do like our older stuff, which is a little more in, like the folky realm, I suppose. Yeah. And uh, I remember looking at the set list and like, this is not good. It's like these songs are not like there's better songs. And then we played it and it was like top five most slamming sets we've ever played ever. Oh, wow. and, uh, and I just got all these messages from people who were like, we're so happy to hear those songs. And it's like, damn. And I was talking about it with my sax player because he came up and he's like, what do you think of this set list, dude? And I'm like, is it whack? He's like, it's whack. <laughs> and then it ended up being like so good. <laughs> so much of it had to do with like the songs he chose and the order that they were in. It was just like, trust Micah. Yeah, just, just, We've been doing it for a long it. time. <laughs> don't need to just keep it to yourself. Shut up and play. You know? <laughs> um, so I want, I'm going to take a little bit of a turn here. Uh, so because you've been talking a lot about the band. Can you give us the rundown on, on because you got a, a quite a view from what I keep seeing in the pictures and what I've read. So give us a rundown on, on the entirety of the band. And I have a few questions on that. Yeah. Yeah, of course. It's I mean, it's almost like kind of like become a collective at this point we have like our touring members and then like for other shows you know especially our local stuff or like bigger shows you know we'll we'll bring on past members like no one ever really like quits yeah that makes (laughs) sense yeah they yeah just like i can't do this tour day but i can do that they retire (laughs) yeah they retire from touring um and then you know their subbing happens if needed or whatever so it's it's really kind of become like a, a a collective of sorts which is really cool you know it's you couldn't ask for a better situation, honestly. Yeah. Um, yeah, and our current our current lineup is uh, one of my old buddies, Jason, on bass. Uh, we actually taught skiing together back in high school. Oh, damn. Uh, <laughs> yeah, the founding members in the band are Micah, my keyboard player, and our MD, and then uh, Ryan, our guitar player. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, we have, I guess, technically, say like two touring drummers right now um austin and brian or we call him mark this could go on for a while but yeah sometimes <laughs> play it like aux percussion and stuff um and then our touring sax player is caleb elzinga and then we also have aaron stinson who is a, another founding member who doesn't really tour as much anymore but he still plays a lot of shows and is on the record quite a bit well that's awesome 
he was kind of like the co-front man for in a, in a sense for a while like on the saxophone and been a big yeah. part of the the band in a lot of ways oh, yeah cool. what um what made you want to do the um i feel like that's also something that's a little less common i guess is is like the bigger bands you got a sax player you got keyboards yeah. uh what drove you to that style um more is better obviously all the time like more is better no uh i think it's like an arranger i'm pretty dense oh. i use mica to filter the crap out but he's done a bad job of filtering bandmates i suppose because we have a lot of them <laughs> i'm just kidding I don't know. There's, there, there's, like I said, there's a lot of old friendships, and I, I think to like realize the, the music and the way that we want to, you know, it's just required six or seven people. But yeah, that's um, cool. It's like a yeah, it's kind of always been that way. Mm-hmm. I mean, sort of. I mean, there's like I would say like ten of us in a way, but like touring wise, there's you know we tour with like six, sometimes seven people, and and yeah, it's just always been that way. There's always been a bunch of us. I mean, we started as a four piece and. Yeah, it just kind of built from there. It was never like it was never like that. We need to go out and find this. It was like someone started playing with us, and that's how it was. Yeah, and it was sick. So we just kept going. It sounds like you just I, like I would... invited friends. You're like, hey, you play, you're good. Let's come on. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like they're good musicians, though. You know, like oh yeah, yeah, more to it than that. But yeah, I mean, really at the <laughs> at the core of it, yeah, that's exactly that. what it was. Is you know, there's we were a bunch of buds that played music together. Yeah. You know, especially because it was so not serious for so long and there was like nothing riding on it. It was never like, Hey, do you want to like sacrifice your, uh, the best years of your life for this and uh, lay down all of your other hopes and aspirations to come (laughs) tour for a living? And, uh, you know, it was never that it was, yeah. You're doing it. Want to like, there's free beer or something, dude. I'm pretty, some of these, some of these shows will give us like a free 12 pack. Like you want to come hang and, uh, (laughs) That's yeah. yeah, and so now that's cool. Uh, so, so when you guys started, so the, the reason I bring this, the, my next question up is uh, we have a um, we we have a, a, a gentleman that that is has been on the podcast actually a lot. Uh, Manny, what was that? I'm sorry. Oh, I missed sorry, that. you kind of broke um, up a little bit. Uh, we we've had a, a an artist that's been on the podcast a lot. Surprisingly, his name's Manny Blue, but he just kind of started going away from the solo artistry and kind of and doing a band. Um, so when you started, you were doing more, you know, you, uh, and, 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 you know, and, and as you transitioned into a band with the, the people that you're playing with, what was the reason for moving into keeping you as the front man and, and using, uh, the, uh, what do you call that? Uh, and the rainbow seekers and where does the rainbow seekers come from? <laughs> yeah. I mean, the honest answer is that my manager told me to not drop my name. Um, and I, I mean, a little, his reasoning was like, if the band breaks up, like, or something, and this was like probably six years ago, maybe when I was wanted to originally, cause the name was so long and I was like, this is stupid. Um, and you know, we were, we're a band for all intents and purposes. Like people are essential and, uh, there's things ba- each member does that others don't and, like, we need each other in a lot of ways. We're a team. Um, yeah. and he was just like, it was really like if the band breaks up or something, it will be a lot easier for you to continue your career if you 
keep your name in front. So that that is the the, the reason for it. Hmm. Um, so I was uh, to be completely honest, I was kind of uncomfortable with my name at the front. It just like felt not great. Yeah. Um, but it's just it is what it is at this point. At the, that's what I was feeling at the time. Um, and then the name, the Rainbow Seekers, came. Uh, we were just hanging out pre-band. We were we kind of met through. We were making like producing hip hop beats for some from local rappers in in the area and one of our clients was a a pro football player named tj duckett and kind of like developed he had retired he had a really pretty successful career it's just like 11 out of 10 cool like just think (laughs) of like the coolest dude (laughs) and we made we made some beats for him and they'd come over and we play instruments so it's like kind of supposed to be like a live like you know a lot of a lot of the guys were like jazz players so sort of like live jazz hip-hop beats we'd like burn them right in the studio and and uh but yeah we became really like close friends with this guy named tj duckett and he started hanging out with us all the time and i think we were sitting around listening to some records um someone put a joe sample record that was called rainbow seeker it's got a really like really cool album art and someone said like hey if we were ever a band it might have been me but someone said if we were ever a band It'd be cool if we were called the Rainbow Seekers. And TJ was like, that's the best band name ever. (laughs) So six, like maybe six months or to a year later, the Rainbow Seekers was it. Yeah, you guys just at that point, now you were trying to figure out what to name it. And yeah, I mean, it was pretty from that point on, like, I didn't think, you know, we started using that um, before we were ever like a real band. Yeah. like the first couple shows we booked before it was like we're a band playing a show um what do we yeah, call we used the Rainbow Seekers. <laughs> yeah yeah so just kind of stuck it's That's weird it hasn't awesome. been taken except it was by joe sample for his record name but and i love <laughs> joe sample too so you know it felt kind of good to like yeah yeah it's just joe sample he's awesome so he's kind of <laughs> like a fusion like kind of like herbie hancock fame um okay Really, really good awesome. amazing record it was like the perfect like hanging out with your jazz buddies record in college yeah like that so yeah. anyways yeah hopefully i answered your question no you did honestly i don't even think it's that i mean like it's a long name but i think it's i like it because i've always been a big fan of of the blank and the kind of titles yeah it's always been a, wow. i've always said if i ever was gonna start a blues band it would be johnny b and the bow ties yeah Mm-hmm. <laughs> Johnny being the bow ties, great never, name. Yeah, thank you. And everybody wears bow ties. Hell yeah! Yeah, the 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 rainbow, like some of the the I don't know symbology or like the symbols that we use in the yeah. band are there's like there's some layers to them. You know, rainbows are like they're very impermanent. They come after tumultuous skies. Kind of this like beacon of hope after a maybe a tough period or whatever but they're also like off in the distance you can't ever get to them um yeah even in the harder you try to get you know get to them the more likely they are to just disappear so it's sort of like an illusion to just like just appreciate shit you know there's no there's no like almost you know i was talking about goals earlier it's like don't worry about them like just like dig the moment put the work in and then the goal is just a nice a nice bonus maybe that you'll get or maybe not it doesn't really matter so uh yeah there's a whole there's a whole thing behind like the rainbow that's cool 
Did then did did the name kind of lay, lead to like the artistry for like the album covers, the videos, everything super colorful, really out there, kind of kind of, and it's super awesome. I love that kind of style. Just this really really flamboyant, if you will, uh, uh, color palette. Is that led lead to that, or was for it for sure? Yeah, it's also led to us being like being jealous of bands who are like really good about like their color branding and stuff and like <laughs> picking their vibe because we're like huh can't really emit a color from the rainbow but you, you know it's it's a good you know when working with artists like you can use all the colors <laughs> as long as you're cmyk um but uh yes yes colors are colors are cool and and uh do those get involved in be... your in your live shows? Like, are you guys that colorful in that too? I haven't seen any of the yeah. live show videos or anything. So that that's yeah. the thing. I really consider the and this is not this is much more like when I when I to give credit to the live show. Uh, yeah, I I think of like Micah and I mean the band. Like that's like the apex of what we do. It's where everyone's abilities kind of really come together, and it's like, all right, this is this is this is our highest form of art. Um, and it's what we're known for. It's what our career is based on. Um, yeah, it's pretty colorful. I mean, we have a (laughs) giant inflatable rainbow. People wear a costume. We wear shit. And it's not like everyone's wearing the same thing. Everyone has like total autonomy to like, I have a big pair of, I have like a, I actually just started wearing them again. I retired them briefly for like six months, but like, I have like rainbow wings. Uh, they're like these big wings. (laughs) Oh, and, yeah and i don't know why there was not honestly not that much thought there was more thought later as we matured like why were you still going like why are we doing this uh but it's uh you know kind of like celebration of the expression of the self like people should be who they want to be do what they want to do and like be themselves without holding you know, as long as they're not hurting other people, of course. Yeah. So it's it's a little bit of a statement on on that towards that, just like to 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 be yourself and try not to worry about it too much. You know, as long as you're not a piece of shit. <laughs> that would be nice. preferable. Yeah. Yeah, I like all that. I was gonna ask about that. Like, you guys have such a fun um, vibe to you, and and then you know, just a couple of the videos I've seen, it just seems like a party when you guys play. Um, I know you guys play a lot of festivals. Can you kind of just you, you like talk about that? What the festival scene is like? Like I've done a few, and I know. I think it. I mean, is it different than just like music venues? I assume it is. I'm sure it's like a a whole different world. It seems like it is. What what is that like doing all the festivals? I think a lot of it has to do with the people that are there and what they bring to it. Uh, so much of it, what constitutes a good show is is the audience and like almost the effort that they they bring with them and of course like as a band you want to try to like pull that in and get that out of them you know you want them to be engaged it's like a team effort yeah i've always felt that very strongly um but Mm. festivals are are cool and (laughs) i don't know <laughs> she's probably hungry. She'll she'll like bang around on it if she's hungry, but I think she was like chasing a spider or something. Yeah, that's really funny. Anyway, you had fest- enough. <laughs> that's what he um, says. That was awesome. Festivals are kind of cool in particular because I, I think people feel very confident going into them. 
Hmm. Um, like their intention is to connect with people that, like, especially people who go to like a, a lot of festivals, you know, there's yeah. that like, that like festival high you get. Cause everyone's like on that level They're They're, they're not going for the music. I mean, they are, there's probably some bands and artists that they really like. Um, and maybe that helped sway their decision, but ultimately like the decision to go to a festival is to like connect with people. It's, yeah. it's about people. That's the purpose of music is totally. to bring people together, to foster those connections. It's really this, like the sensitivities that humans have the tonal variations and melody, um, as a byproduct of a whole lot of evolution, you know, those cultures in the past that were likely more sensitive to be, you know, the people who dug being in a drum circle dancing around a fire had more sex and made more babies and became better friends and better lovers than those who didn't you know and yeah, uh, so it's, it's like this this like phenomenon of music um is is very unique to us there's this book called um childhood's end by arthur c clark it's like a crazy really interesting sci-fi book from like i think the mid late to maybe late 40s but like these like alien overlords come to earth and uh they're you know they're these like god beings really it's like you know they help build the pyramids that kind of stuff like yeah. they're they're yeah. like all right we're back we're gonna help you humanity uh get to the next like plane of existence to become cosmic beings like us so you can be gods over you know some of the, you know whatever they're helping humanity like become of the stars and uh but they don't understand music and there's just like a couple pages on this where they uh, that like earth ambassador takes them to Mozart, you know, or takes them to like, like the, I think it's literally like the Philadelphia Sym symphony orchestra, like playing Mozart. And they're just like, this is strange. Like <laughs> we do, we do not get this. Like they didn't have like the mental mechanisms in order to be sensitive to music. They couldn't understand. They didn't have the capacity to understand like why humans mm. would like music. And we're very interested in it. And, it's just a you know a society a tool for communication yeah and well, and uh fostering those connections that can help build a healthy society well and, and especially something that you had mentioned all like like or that that you're saying about like everybody's coming in wanting to connect with each other but that's what I was getting at. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I totally went on the tangent. No, no, no. I, no, no, I, I, no, I was just kind of bringing it full circle because, well, what's interesting about festivals compared to something like something like a, a venue where you feel like you need to be a, a thermostat compared to a thermometer where, one, you're just – you're try, like in a, in a venue, you're trying to like create the energy, whereas with yeah. a, in a festival, the energy's there. Mm. You have to yeah. just match it and be with everybody and kind of be part of totally. it. Totally. That's interesting. I used to I used to think about – I'm a big like house and techno fan. I just like love dance music. Yeah. I used to write about, about dance music. It's long – a big nerd for dance music and when i was younger um you know a lot of my friends were into like super dark techno um and so i'd, I'd go to like clubs in detroit and i didn't really know anyone so i just like wear a hoodie and i was just kind of like don't really like being in crowds anyways and i just go and like kind of hide you know throw cram some earplugs in and go like stand by the sub or it's like they could bring that same music to a festival and everyone's just like out and like wanting to chat and stuff uh. and everyone's on drugs regardless like yeah. doesn't matter <laughs> Every, the drugs are there equal, equal, <laughs> equal amount of drugs but it's like venue versus festival and yeah when people go to festivals they they bring a i think a version of themselves that they 
maybe don't feel as confident about expressing on a day-to-day basis, whether it's at a venue or at the, you know, just doing whatever. And it's cool to see people a little more unhinged and accepting of each other and, and more like just overwhelmingly willing to be kind and overwhelmingly willing to want to connect. That's the difference between the two. And you hope as an artist that you can throw a club show and you can still bring a, um, you can still kind of give people that expectation that they can be themselves. They can be safe. They can act like they can, they can exude that kindness that sometimes it's, it can be difficult to just throw out there on a day-to-day basis. Yeah. Oh, that was a good question. That was a good answer. God. <laughs> Better answer. <laughs> Better answer. Okay, question. Good question. No, it's a good question. Um, I have, no one's asked me that before. I've done a lot of interviews. No one's ever asked the difference between festival and club show. So that's a good one. <laughs> nice. Um, well, my friend, we're starting to head towards the end here, but I have like one or two questions left that we want to want to roll through. Some of the more standard questions. Uh, first, would love for you to talk about like your your most recent release, as well as the you know the next couple of uh, music releases that are coming up. Give us you know the that that whole the 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 spiel on of what what's coming up. We're excited. Yeah, uh, we have a new record. It's called Pursuit of Wonder. We've been releasing singles. We've released I think five or six thus far, mm-hmm. and uh, there's like another seven or eight songs that are on the docket that will be all clumped together into ideally one cohesive package that hopefully people will at least like well you're we're gonna hoping, hopefully hoping your keyboardist can do it right but though. that's all I yeah yeah <laughs> no he did a great job he did a great job but we're really proud of it it was a covid record i you know i was just like pretty unsure of of like what the future yeah oh like we were when covid happened we were on tour with a band called lawrence some of our good friends they're from new york um like middle of the tour we just, everything got canceled uh we spent the night at a, like a at a promoter's house. Her name's her name's Annabelle. She uh, works for Cloud Nine. So it's like we we had our tour end, and then we went and worked for like a, a this successful promoter uh, and talent buyer. And it's like we're all just like, wow, we're all going to be really affected by this. This could be really crazy. And we flew home. Actually, we didn't fly home. We rented a vehicle and and got home. And I remember just like that month realizing oh this is probably gonna last a while and i gave myself a couple weeks to like mourn that because you know we're a small band we don't have a ton of money like these things kill bands and a lot of bands didn't make it through COVID. yeah um and uh you know at some point it just kind of like popped up and i was like i guess i'm gonna have a lot of time to work on tunes and (laughs) uh, just dug in and it was by far the most like creative period of my entire life and just like the songs just like showed up on the front door yeah. like it felt effortless and uh I, I don't know if i'll ever experience that again i think every songwriter Amazing. if you're lucky gets gets that like year that special year and uh i mean there was just a lot there was there's was, yeah 30 or 40 songs and um once then we got a little more comfortable you know micah and ryan in particular started coming over like once a week we'd i'd show them stuff they're kind of they're kind of like the filters you know they they sift through the the, the stuff that i show them and <laughs> and uh you know ideally work on it to make it better yeah we put a ton of work into it and then went to nashville and uh finished it up with my buddy conrad snyder kind of works in like the the casey the casey camp did a lot of stuff with um with uh rainbow kitten and stuff just a good great dude great vibe 
incredibly talented, very thoughtful person and really took something that was like Joe's best attempt at producing a record and turned it into like, this is a sick rainbow secret record. And uh, yeah, it was the product of uh, the talents and musical sensitivities of a whole lot of people. Uh, there was a lot of left turns, a lot of right turns and things ended up the way they did. And ultimately something we're very, very proud of. Amazing. Yeah. Oh. Super cool. Dude, that's awesome. No, that's going to be that. We're, we're super pumped. And what are you officially then kind of dropping? You said, you uh, have what, August 4th. Release? Yeah. Oh. We, an, we announced it today. Yeah, actually. Yeah. Yeah. It was today. Oh, so August 4th. Yeah. That's around. So our stuff always um, takes a while to like cook too. It, every, every like bigger song we've had, it seems to like take a year before like, <laughs> really? it, like the algorithm picks it up or it's like our biggest song, like took three years before it even took off. So, things always like seem to start slow and then it's like people start taking like taking it on and um is there a song it's weird how that works is there a song in particular you're like i think this is the next one or do you not like to think about it no so hard i've been so wrong about this <laughs> oh, literally really? every time yeah i I'm remember sorry. like sorry, we should be asking mike of this i feel like <laughs> <laughs> i don't know if any of us know it's so it's weird i mean we do our best effort i, I could tell you what songs i like the ones that like I'm going to tell you the ones that are like the closest to me, like, oh, you know, yeah. the realist, I suppose. You know, like, yeah. that's, that's what, what no, I'm I, that, that's always I a... don't know what people want. Yeah. <laughs> I do. I, I, I think I, maybe Hold I do on. know what people sorry. want, but I don't Let know if I'm interrupt you, homie. what they want. I'm sorry. I just chucked this fucking thing at the You mic. threw it right at me, Johnny. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, nice. Sorry, sorry, sorry. So, wait, what are these songs? Because I actually usually ask that question, like, which ones are the ones that are most you? And and I and I I didn't this time, but but that's a good question. Yeah, I think uh, at least based on like when our label got back to us and how a lot of the guys in the band were feeling pretty unanimously a lot of people felt like a song called there's a song called what i want which was a co-write between me and my buddy uh goes by mystery skulls um Ooh, that's a good name and that was kind of like we thought that was going to be the biggest one i think it actually like is i mean it was one of the earlier ones put out there so it has higher streaming numbers but yeah. um and it's really cool i like i make a lot of like dance music so i think on this record i was kind of able to like flex a lot of uh like dance music sensibilities and sort of was able to take this track and, and turn it into like almost like a like a disco house song yeah uh but uh yeah that one's done well but i who i don't know i don't know which one will do that best my favorite one is not released um hmm. it's called last one awake that'll be out on august 4th um i think there's another song called the last ovation that the music video just um turned out really nice for it and oh, it's a, yeah. there's a bunch of like little stories i sometimes write little minuets when i microdose for some reason i stop writing about myself i don't know why <laughs> i'll write about like other things you know stories um yeah i i really like how last ovation turned out right. and then uh, cool. how many licks to the center of the universe also that oh one. yeah, that's great insane. Song. That was the first one I heard, and I was like, "Yep." Uh, can I just say it was? I was so close. It was so close to getting cut. Oh, what? Yeah, wow. yeah. I remember when we started. It was like the last song we worked on. I remember like one of my bandmates, a couple of them, just I even myself. I was just like, I'm just unsure about this, and one of my bandmates like trashed it, and Conrad, uh, the producer, was like, "Gotta be," you know, gave us a big spiel about being positive, like guys just don't know you don't know like let's like give it give it a try there's something here 
and it really didn't change like a whole lot but uh like the structure of the song hardly changed it was mostly just like atmospheric tweaks and like little production you know tricks and stuff but uh and it's just being really like one of my favorite one from like least favorite i don't know if this is gonna be on the record to like this this turned out cool yeah (laughs) yeah (laughs) And it, yeah, I yeah, it was one of those songs where I kind of just had to like step back big time on it too, and just like let people do their thing. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. What were you gonna ask, Brian? You Thank you. Ask? I was I was just gonna say a, a spinning out that that's like a newer one. Man, I absolutely love that song. I think you could send that to like Alt Nation on Sirius or something, <laughs> and they should be spinning that now. I mean, a lot of your Thank songs you. they could do that. I absolutely love yeah, it. Yeah, that's really good. people were singing it the other night at our show it usually takes about six months for like a single to like get into people's brains enough where it's like everyone's singing the lyrics but it was for the first time the other night uh had like a a bigger like festival set and like everyone was singing that and that was like of the new songs like by far had the most you know the the chorus is like five words so yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) (laughs) that's what i was saying man it's they got like that it. thing, you know, yeah. easy to <laughs> yeah, sing. Yeah. They could do it, man. It, yeah. Super catchy intro. Oh, I love it. Everyone's Such just, you good. know, everyone's had the moments of just spinning out, man. So I know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> love it. Um, oh, man. Thank you. Thank you. Um, cool. Johnny. Well, what else you got? I'm done, my friend. I This is awesome. And we, we we're kind of hitting that, that time mark. So, yeah. So cool. one, one question I like to ask at the end, the last question, this has been great. This has been Amazing. really fun. We're going to have you do your plugs, but I'd love to ask, wait, do we do plugs first? Do I ask first? No, no, no we do. Pl- well, he technically did most of the plugs, but oh no, no, no. Yeah. Do, do you like the social plugs? And then the last thing and will then be we'll the ask. question. Good. Yeah. Yeah, so what kind of, what are your plans? <laughs> with that said. <laughs> with that said, where can people find you? What what's you know the, 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 where are you playing next, maybe? All that. Uh I think Friday we play West Virginia and then Saturday we play California. It's gonna be <laughs> Whoa. We'll travel. Um Damn. We'll see how we do. I don't know the shows. I'm terrible at plugging shows. Um you got find joehurtler.com. Uh, most all of our handles everywhere are just at Joe Hurtler, J O E H E R T L E R. And then on TikTok, it's at Rainbow Seekers. Oh, fun. my band really wanted me to make it TikTok, and I was like, nah, no, nah, I'm on TikTok all the time. I love it. <laughs> That's <laughs> funny. How it goes, of course. But yeah, at Rainbow Seekers on TikTok, everything else is at Joe Hurtler. If you can just type in like, any combination of Joe Hurtler and the Rainbow Seekers, or just type in the Rainbow Seekers into any socials, you'll, our stuff will pop up. Nice. Cool. Sick. All right. Um, Last all right. question time, my friend. Last question. We like to start off with the bruise, and we like to end with the bruise question. So our last question is, what? Tell us a good drinking story. <laughs> Possibly with you, with the band... Whatever, Whatever it is, a good one. Something fun. Yeah, don't be like, I have this friend prepared. who did a thing. <laughs> I'm just like, what, what pops in my mind are not even stories. They're mostly just like mo- these, these like re- just horrifying moments. Of- <laughs> Those are the best ones. <laughs> you're like naked bandmate on the floor of the van or something when you're like. Sick. <laughs> I'm trying to think of like stories. I have them. I don't know why this one comes to mind. It's just this was back in college, we, we, or maybe just after college. We were still like living in our college towns, and 
Again, I don't I don't know why this is the one that I'm sure there's better ones, but uh my drummer Ricky was wearing this like Yeti helmet with these like giant antlers. My friend made it for like a video project he was doing. It was like a football helmet covered in all this like fur and insulation and it was like like uh-huh. a 16 point buck like huge i, I straight up thought when you said yeti and like like, like, yeti. like yeah, yeah like i'm like what I the fuck that, like, is a like yeti hat insulated <laughs> yeah anyway sorry continue <laughs> it was like a film he, my buddy was a film student made a costume and it, it was ridiculous looking and i i remember we played this this event that was like downtown maybe it was east lansing or something and um we got hammered for it and we were probably like you know 22 at the time this is a while ago and uh but we were playing the set you know whatever and there was like some event going on on university and everyone was just like partying like it was just very very rowdy and uh some really drunk guy just like got on stage which was like a it was a tall riser like the stage was easily five feet off the ground like it was a fairly big stage and uh just like no one notices he just like we're like, oh, look at the drunk guy on stage, like funny. And he just kind of like, first plan, he just like stumbles over and like, <laughs> people were just like perplexed. I think security thought he was like maybe in the band or like no one kicked him off. He just like goes over <laughs> my drummer, grabs this helmet, rips it off, sticks it on his head, and then just like puts his arms out like this and just takes off and runs off the <gasps> edge of the stage. Oh. And like, as soon as he started running, like oh. everyone knew he was what was going do. on. <laughs> and just like he just like goes like hands straight out, oh. like he's doing a belly flop. My and God! Everyone just moves away, <laughs> and there's this girl on her cell phone, tiny. She's like oh, this little no. girl, and he just lands like right on top of her. Oh and no! He definitely got hurt. She was like fine. I mean, she got flattened, but <laughs> he got hurt. She was fine, and. We stopped, I mean, we stopped playing and we were like, what, what the <laughs> fuck just happened? just happened? Everyone was just like, there's just silence. Like there was no music coming oh out. Oh my PA. God. And like, everyone was like, oh my God. You know, people start pulling out their phones and stuff. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he like rolled out. Her friends like carried her away and he just like laid there and everyone kind of moved around. And eventually his friends like dragged him out. And then we played the rest of the set and it was really fun. <laughs> that, I don't. Did you ever get that hat, hat back? Yeah, yeah. Someone pulled it off of him and threw it on stage. But it was just like antler. He was like not a small guy, too. It's not the yeah. Oh shit. No, oh, no. It's a microphone. I'm not even using this thing. But um That's a yeah, good one, man. That was fantastic. That's, one. that's one of my favorites. Man, there's been some good ones lately. Yeah, I feel like. Yeah, so we've good. been getting some people with some good ones. Hilarious. I love it. Uh, uh that was good, that's man. It, man. Thank you. Are we Thank good? you. I think we're good. We good? I think I'm doing I, my like my my like. I think I got everything. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, Joe, thank you so much yeah, for being you, on. Thank you, Brian. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, you are incredible. We next when you guys are in Nashville, hit us up. Yes, we'd love to come Please. see you. Yeah, we were just there. We played, I think, uh, Basement East. Not Basement East. Was it Basement East? I saw that. Yeah. Anyways, yeah, we'll be back. I think we're coming back in like uh, maybe November with our. With Andy Frasco, I believe. Maybe. Dude, yes. Um, We'll definitely be there. 
Cool, cool. Yeah, just check our tour dates. If you guys want to come, we can put you on the guest list. But yeah, thanks for having We're me. Gonna be nice. Yeah, this was great. <laughs> wow. Joe, thank you so much, my friend. You enjoy your 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 evening. I know for you guys it's what uh for you it's it's ten o'clock. <laughs> yeah, it's not too late. It's not no. too late. All right, so. good. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> All right, my man. Well, you have a phenomenal evening. Appreciate you so much. And we are so excited for, for August 4th. That's going to be great. Cool. Yeah, thanks, you guys. Yeah. Appreciate you all having me. All right. See you, Joe. See you, man. Peace. Yeah, Peace. have a good evening. Johnny. Another good interview, bro. Yeah, always. I know. It's just, we're incredible. It's all us. <laughs> it's all us. No, no, no. What I loved is that... Um, you know, we're getting these cool perspectives. You know, like yeah. he does this, like he he does this, like big band festival circuit. Um, like I don't know, like yeah. like like he does have a different perspective than a lot of the other artists that we've had. You know, well, honestly, that festival question alone, I thought that was really interesting because that it's like, was. And what's really funny is is it, I've noticed we've been getting a lot of these really innocuous questions end up being the question. Yeah, like, it's like, fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're just like, I guess I'll just throw this out here, and also you're like, oh, they had such a good perspective and thought. Yeah, it's really funny. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it was cool, and and um, yeah, yeah, he had a lot of cool perspectives and stuff. Yeah, uh, um, and, and the band super cool man what a cool band oh my gosh that music is absolutely incredible yeah the uh, musicianship is like off the rails oh fucking insane no no i the moment i listened to them i was like this is a this is one i know we're gonna i knew like like we've had a couple artists on here or there we're both like they're good but not not my thing where this one i heard and i was like brian's gonna like these guys i know they that were one. sick man yeah, yeah absolutely fun sexy there's some baby making music in there <laughs> there's uh some dancing music in there baby the one mama. usually leads to the other exactly you know, right? according to the christians um anyway <laughs> <laughs> oh man no so everybody check them out uh, make sure that to check out the Rainbow Seekers, uh, uh, Mr. Mr. Uh, uh, Joe uh, Hurtler. I almost said a very bad name there. Mr. <laughs> Joe Hurtler and the Rainbow Seekers. <laughs> I am so bad at that. Oh, no. <laughs> you know what I was going to say, right? I do. Yeah. Everybody Joe knows. Joe Hitler. Hitler. Hurtler. Hurtler. It's Hurtler. Hurtler. Oh man! But and the Rainbow Seekers. About Rainbow Seekers, absolutely. And how many links to get to the center of the universe? I I do truly think is one of the best songs. It's so good. Um, check us out. Also, <laughs> but also, <laughs> I was trying to think now to get to how many links will it be to get to the center of our social medias oh my god i don't got it you don't um it. you know my friends go, go ahead and check us out check us out uh, on instagram facebook and soon to be twitter or, or not twitter uh tiktok boo. um yeah we're boo. gonna be posting a bunch of tiktok stuff boo oh boo you're gonna you're gonna do them though i'll do instagram reels i won't do tiktok you're gonna do them both bitch I guess I don't have a choice. Yeah, you don't. China's making you do it. I will post it to the reels. If they end up on TikTok, that's not 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 on you. I didn't do it. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so check us out. 
uh, Music and Brews, as well as uh, BPM Nashville. Uh, you can find us there. With that said, anything else, Brian? Did you I, say BPM Nashville? B, BPM Nashville. That's that Blueprint Music Nashville. God, I forgot I saved that. You are that uh, website. <laughs> no, no, no. Well, that's also the, the the handle on our on our Instagram or on our stuff. Is it? It is. We have it. I I I bought that ice, domain. Ice baby. That the BPM National because oh that, you did that's right. I bought that domain because I I was like trying to buy all the weird variations. Of I've them. bought a lot of domains. Yeah, just to keep them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whenever I have an idea, I'm like, oh. I should buy that. <laughs> Find it. And I'm like, oh, this would be good maybe in the future. I have a few. That's funny. I have a few. I know you bought some for us. I bought a bunch for us, dude. Yeah. I got like, yeah, I got BPM National. I have Music and Brews. Music, brews. music and Brews. Music in Brews. I have. Um, in, and then Music uh, in the Brews. In the Brews. <laughs> um, I have. Um, <clears throat> Another one I have is uh, Nonetheless the Band. Isn't that random? That's so weird. I just I'm like the band name, Nonetheless. That's I'm surprised you haven't bought uh, Perfectly Frank yet. What the fuck am I doing? Now <laughs> Give that for me as it. a gift. <laughs> I bought you the domain. <laughs> perfectly Frank. The Perfectly Franks. <laughs> for those of you who don't know, that's an old joke. It's not that old. There is we say that joke a lot. <laughs> it got real quiet. All yeah. right, we're wrapping this up. Uh, Johnny, hey, I just realized, by the way, you've been you had mikampo. I noticed the flavor is different. Yeah, mikampo. Yeah, yeah. Because oh yeah, I didn't have my luna soul. You don't have your luna soul. Well, that's okay because we got to keep rotating that's some okay. stuff in. That's, that's, that's okay. That's okay. It's really it's it it, it was. It's funny because I've had the Luna Soul tattoo for a while now. Not like super long. But and now you want to get rid of it for the Mi Campo? Hell no. This is way better. <laughs> but I walked in. I walked into a liquor store the other day where somebody, one of the, the reps was talking about Luna Soul and being like, it is amazing for its price, blah, blah, blah. It's probably one of the best tequilas. And I went, <laughs> I agree. <laughs> and it was funny. It was like. <gasps> Hilarious. Yeah. He was like, you get it. I was like, yeah, I do. He got you. He got me. He got you. Man, you know what's funny, though, bro? Is that liquor stores? Liquor stores. There's a ton of liquor in there. There is. There's tons of alcohol so much. in there. I mean, that's the, in the, it's in the name. Amount. It's in the name. Liquor stores. Like, like. Do they store liquor there? You know what's they, weird is technically. They do, and they also. They sell it, though. They do. That, they know, should call them liquor cells. <laughs> Not like stores. They don't store it. They sell it. <laughs> what the fuck? Why isn't it liquor marked? Liquor marked? Like Walmart? Yeah, liquor mart. Like Green mart. Well, I think there are liquor marts. Are there? Yeah. But they use them as a name. But they're technically the marts for the liquors. It's but anyway, the Mart. The What's issue Mart? is, I don't know. But there was Kmart, Walmart, Greek. So there's another Mart somewhere, and I'm thinking of it. Jail Mart. <laughs> is that where they keep the prisoners? <laughs> <laughs> okay, we got. Oh, we should we should open up a 
privately owned prison and call it Jail Mart. Why? There's a lot of money in that private prison shit, bro. Is that a real thing? I hate to say it. It is. I did not know that. Yeah. Well, that's a whole dark political conversation but <laughs> yeah that sounds extremely scary and nope i yeah. am good yeah, 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 i thought you were real. making a joke now no, i'm terrified <laughs> <laughs> anyways now i'm scared we won't uh, just don't uh, do anything illegal in a state that has a bunch of public prisons yeah don't do that either <laughs> we'll just they'll just, keep you there okay more money it's fair more money well at jail mart what else jail mart <laughs> where we, we keep you safe. Jail Mart, where we keep the prisoners in. Forever. Forever. <laughs> yeah. All right. Bro, as I was saying, liquor stores, they have alcohol, but the, the issue is that they need to sell the alcohol to make money. You know what they can't do? No. They can't be drinking that alcohol. They can't be drinking. Oh, their own. No. What if they bought it first? Well, I'm sure they could do that, but they can't drink it there. <laughs> it's illegal. You can't drink it at a liquor store? No. I've drank I've drank at a liquor store. <laughs> well, then, you know when they give you, you know those... what? I'm calling up the private jails because they're coming to get you for doing that illegal shit. Jail Mart. <laughs> Jail Mart has entered the chat. <laughs> Jail Mart's like, we're here. By the way, did is the FBI listening or DEA I listening? Wonder. <laughs> Is the DA listening to this? Here we go. For those of you who haven't listened for a while, ah, fuck dude, it must be you. It might be me. Do you have? Is it something on your phone? No. That's really weird. I'm gonna man. need you to take a picture of this when I leave to see if they're gone. But that's really funny. You're right. I should do that. That's funny, man. Because if that's the case, apparently it's you. DA is. What if it has um, something to do with your dad? Dude, oh. Is your dad smuggling drugs? <laughs> no, but America? he has smuggled a, a fuck ton of shit into Cuba and you got put in jail. Say that when the DA is listening, bro. <laughs> but not not drugs or alcohol. It was like stuff for the church. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. All right, bro. <laughs> We're gonna finish this up because we will ramble. I can sense we're on a rambling. No mood. one's listening anymore. Yeah, That's they good. are. Or they're just like, just end it. End it, please. <laughs> oh, Lord. Um, so anyways, you can't drink at a, at a liquor, liquor store. store. But you know who you can drink with? <laughs> drink with us. It's us. You can drink with us! <laughs> Woo! Cheers!